AJ McCall on VFA. Oh, hold on, Post Malone. Posty! Oh, I love him. We will definitely get to him here in a second. Posty. Do not adjust your radios. It is still AJ McCall, not McCall and a bullfrog. Hi, bullfrog. How you doing? My throat hurts so bad. I'm sorry. But I'm a team player, and I don't want to call all by your lonesome, so I am here. Oh, thank you. I'm trying. He's he's here so he can make me sick. He I really like, hope not. I really hope not, too. I woke up this morning, and my throat was kind of sore, and I was like, AJ, I swear to all that for is the good. Record, for the record, I looked up the symptoms yesterday, and I'm pretty sure it's a sinus infection and not the flu. There's a small subtlety difference in subtle... Can, in subtle um, what, what, afflictions, I don't know what the word I'm looking for Ailments. Is. Yeah, and mine was more in line with a sinus infection. Because, like, I think that's an interesting topic. I think families have different things. Like, my family doesn't generally get the flu. My brother, my dad, and I, we get sinus infections. It's been the case for ever. See, and then there's me who gets sinus infections and the flu. That's terrible. I know. Trust me. Believe me, it's terrible. After how much blame we put on... Producer Butter is about AJ's him getting bringing us this sick. one in. <gasps> Did you get the penguin flu? I don't think so. Is it from petting the penguins? We, you can't touch the penguins. Oh, we had gloves too. I don't know. I mean that that room was like twenty five degrees with like a hundred percent hum. Well, it's, it's like forty degrees with a hundred percent humidity, so it right. felt like twenty five. Right, because it's and freezing then, cold. As you found out this weekend, and I did. The weather down on the other side of the mountains was terrible. It snowed and rained basically all day Saturday, and we spent all day Saturday down in Salt Lake, basically. Yeah. So I think that combined with, I don't know, lack of sleep. <laughs> I was trying to sleep a lot, but it's funny because I posted last week about how I was napping a whole bunch, and so I was like, oh, this must be what getting older feels like. Right. And then I got sick, and I was like, no, I think my body was trying to fight it, trying to fight it, and then one night of not sleeping well and all that cold and... You're sick. Yep. And that's what happens. That's what happens today after we get done. I'm going to go home and go take a nap because I am so nervous that I I'm su- going to end up getting sick. I support your decision. Thank you. For what it's worth, I'm trying very hard. It's so weird to, to even like talk. Sick. It's so weird to talk to you right now because you don't sound like the same person. Yeah. I My voice wasn't even this bad yesterday. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. It's weird because it's like. We should have made a fake name. But AJ's just out sick. Uh, AJ and... Oh, wait. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> AJ and not McCall. <laughs> well, let's call you Scrunchy. Scrunchy it is. Scrunchy and McCall on VFX. Scrunchy AJ's and out McCall. Sick. Yep. Well, I was broadcasting live from ACT, and I, I told everyone right off the Were bat... Were you? You I, weren't. I, <laughs> scrunchy. You weren't. I told everybody, I was like, look, I'm not going to shake hands today, because it's a sinus infection, but just... In case, I'm trying really hard not to pass this on because we always get mad at work when someone gets us sick. Right. And for the record, I don't think it's ever me. It's usually Producer Butters. And I don't know why because he lives, I think, a pretty simple life. So I don't know where he catches stuff from. Yeah. But it's usually him. Yeah. Oh. Can I just say, uh, later today, McCall and I are doing something cool. Yesterday, of course, we did Feel Good Flowers. So excited. And if you're curious as to why there was no video, I I think the best way to classify it is just that uh, the pick-me-up was such 
it was of a personal variety. We wanted yeah, to keep it, it, it just it, kind of. It wasn't something that we really wanted to publicize. What McCall said. Um, but we did do flowers yesterday, yeah. mm-hmm. which you saw the bouquet on our social oh media at Utah's VFX. So pretty. But Scrunchie and McCall are doing something cool tonight as well. Right. Which I will let you describe, and I will go over here and ribbit it in the corner. Um, really cool. We are going to be helping out with. Uh, Relay for Life's Dancing with the Relay Stars. I got to be a part of it last year. I and ended up, won. Yeah, I ended up winning the fan favorite award, I think. Crushed it. It is. Crushed it. With totally Keller. crushed it. Let's shout out Keller. Yeah, Keller, I miss you. If you're listening, I love you. Um, but we're going to be helping out with that tonight uh, going on over at Ridgeline High School. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, it starts at 6.30. We'll be uh, we'll be emceeing for the evening. Can't yep. wait to be part of it again. I was part of it the year before, so it's the third straight year VFX has been part of it. And Stacey Hansen and, and what the Cash Valley Relay for Life do is really cool. Yep. So we are looking forward to it. We hope yep. if you, you have a free evening, maybe swing by and support the uh, celebrities and their dance students right. from USU as they try to raise money for a good cause. Right. We're looking at six, or uh, sorry, it's the sixth today. <laughs> Four dollars gets you in. It's cool. That's nothing. No, That's it's nothing. nothing. All of the money's going back to to Relay for Life. Yes. So this is such a great organization, such a great thing to be a part of. Really, really looking forward to it. It's really the Relay for Dancing with the Relay Stars is Relay for Life's kickoff event for the year. So we can't wait. This so is where you there. start. Hopefully, you can come and support. It's it's such a cool cool thing. Yeah. So hopefully we see you there. Getting to this uh win. I can't get over you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Getting this Wednesday going. McCall's got 411 next. Oh my gosh. So we've got news about Kylie Jenner. We've got news about R. Kelly. Good. I want to debate Kylie Jenner. I'm glad you're Okay, we'll have a Kylie. we'll have a conversation. Uh and we've got news from one of Kate Beckinsale's ex-boyfriends. Uh-oh. What's his advice to Pete Davidson? Don't suck. Uh no. Mm, that's not it. McCall's 411 every hour on the 11s. We'll get all the Hollywood gossip next on VFX. It's AJ and McCall. Happy Wednesday morning. If you couldn't tell, one at least of McCall and AJ is noticeably unwell. More visually. I think at this point in the year, everybody's kind of... Yeah. yeah. Through the winter, everybody's trying to get through. But is it something contagious? Is it something that uh, is common? I think every family has their little, tra- little uh, normalcies, little consistent ailments. For instance, I'm pretty sure it's a sinus infection, and I don't get the flu. What is the case for your family? What is the case for McCall? We'll get into that after Ariana Grande in about uh, five minutes. I do really hope that you don't get sick, McCall, for the record. Yeah, me too. AJ and McCall at VFX. I would not wish this upon anyone. But again, I don't think it's the flu. And my family never gets the flu. Except super weird versions of it. Like, I got the Chinese stomach flu once when I was in middle school. You got the what? Chinese stomach flu. The what? (laughs) Chinese. I heard you. What is it? Uh, it's, I don't know what makes it, I don't know what the difference is between a regular stomach flu and a Chinese stomach flu. That's just what I was told I was had. What I told, I was told I had. It was not, it was not pleasant. I was sick for, I think about a week and couldn't keep anything down. It was rough. Okay. I searched Chinese stomach flu and there's nothing. 
That's what all. I was told I had. There's there's nothing here. There's literally nothing. It just says stomach flu is influenza. I didn't know that. Yeah. It says flu. Flu is influenza. Flu, stomach flu, influenza. It's like how the pig flu or whatever it was. Swine flu. Thank you. Was flu. It's an influenza. It's a strain of influenza. I never put two or two together on that one. <laughs> I hadn't. I am. Uh, I I didn't get the swine flu though. My girlfriend and brother both got it, and I spent plenty of time with both of them. Didn't get it. So that's I'm, crazy. Yeah, I never I'm got it. Not swine flu positive. Yeah, never got it. So see, even one of the more ridiculous flus that has come around, not not the case for me. Sinus infections, however, right? Terrible. Yeah. Almost as bad as bronchitis. That was awful. Yeah, not fun. Yay, winter and sickness. What about your family? Does your family have something that they don't get? No. You just get everything? Mm-hmm. That's that's unfortunate. We, we just get everything. Like, I used to get strep throat a lot. Um, that was something that, like my junior year in high school, I think I probably had it four or five times. And they were like, you're going to have to get your tonsils taken out. And I was like, I don't want my tonsils taken out. And then I grew up and now I'm like... I wish I would have had my tonsils taken out. You still get the strep throat yep. often? Really? Mm-hmm. I get it every once in a while. So, like, I could go get my tonsils taken out, but if I did, I'd sound like you, so... Yeah, but it would go away eventually. Like, ideally, this will, too. Right, but... I don't want to sound like this the rest of my life. But it takes weeks of me not talking. Do you know how difficult that is? Yeah. 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 I, I can't not talk. I don't know what I would do, either. No, I can't not talk, and I can't... Like, that's literally my job. My job is actually to talk. Like, I actually weeks, get paid really? to do that. It takes weeks to recover from that? Yeah. I'll double check. Because you can't talk for a certain amount of days. That I mean, that makes sense. Because obviously it's a, it's a throat surgery or neck surgery or whatever it is. Because basically, she's on WebMD. Which basically, if you ever go there, you're just convinced, oh, I'm dying. That's the end of it. Ten days. 10 days, wow. One to two weeks, basically. You can usually start to go back to your work and usual routine between uh, one to two weeks. The throat, it says that there's issues like it's good if you don't talk, let's see, five to 10 days, usually gone up to 10 to 16 days. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if you couldn't work for... Two and a half. Yeah, weeks. what would you do? Exactly. It's like uh, call in sick. You can't call in sick for two and a half weeks. Disappear. You, you went to Italy for a week and a half, and I covered it. <laughs> it's fine. I would you just could, throw my do, voice. I pretend I'm both of us. Right. <laughs> Don't paint me in a terrible light. Of course not. <laughs> that raises interesting questions. So you didn't have your tonsils out, and and actually the last lunch with listeners, which we'll be drawing. Our first winter for the month of March, uh, at about an hour actually, um, we got into the wisdom teeth discussion, and I'm kind of curious now because you brought up um, you brought up uh, tonsils, right? And there's a couple other options that usually an interesting topic of discussion because they're not needed surgeries. Sometimes they're needed for people, but they're kind of more uh, elective surgeries that people have when they're kids. And some people have them and some people don't. Right. And I'm curious where you fall on that because I don't think we've ever had that discussion. 
surgeries is what we're going to get into in about uh, eight minutes on VFX. And does your family have specific afflictions that get them? Like, my family doesn't have the flu. We get sinus infections. So McCall should have had her tonsils taken out, but didn't. Yep, probably. Hey, Jane McCall at VFX. And that's one of those surgeries that's... Uh, it's invasive. <laughs> not everybody has is what I was going to say, oh. but also that. Yeah. We don't. We wouldn't want to harm your lovely singing voice, McCall. No, I wouldn't want to really harm it either, because I kind of like it. But since days. we're talking about ailments, I'm kind of curious because I haven't had my tonsils out either. Uh huh. But what about the other ones? What about your appendix? You still have your appendix? Yep. Me too. My brother had his taken out. Um, emergency surgery. Actually, he had hmm. a, a big. He had it a ruptured. terrible stomach ache. Yeah. I think it came close to. Yeah. And. My uh, stepmom was like, you know, you can go to school. And then they sent him home. Yeah. And then he still wasn't doing well. And they took him to the hospital and he had to have it removed. Yeah. I, I always like to picture that as my stepmom kind of thinking to herself, nah, he's faking. He'll be all right. Right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I haven't had, fun fact, this will answer your question. Oh. I've never had any surgeries done at all. None. Nothing. Yeah. You knock on wood. I normally say that, but then I forget that when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, I wanted no part of being awake. Right. So I technically I went to an um, oral surgeon as opposed to a dentist because they knocked me out. Right. Which I would make that same choice 12 times out of 10. I wanted no part of that. See, and I was awake for mine. It wasn't too bad. <sighs> it was it was a pain. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't a pain. It was a lot of pressure in my face and I hated that. But it wasn't bad. Ugh. I I would stay the way that I was because, you know, I broke. I was off of my mom's insurance. Right, right. I was doing it myself. Uh, um, you mentioned how you used to get strep throat all the time. I used to get ear infections all the time. Like, I used to not be allowed uh -huh. to swim in the high school pool because the chlorine would bother my ears. Uh -huh. Like, my junior year, I had, like, five ear infections. Yeah. Dustin used to get ear infections really bad when he was a kid. He ended up having tubes in his ears twice mm. or something. My sister had tubes in her ears once. Huh. I didn't have that. It's just that uh, my high school, and I think most, usually just uh, they combat issues by dumping a ton of chlorine in right. the pool right. to keep it clean. And so you have sensitive ears, it bothers your ears. They get ear infections all the time. Yeah. I hope you don't ever have to have your tonsils taken out, McCall. Gosh, me too. Yeah, I never want to deal with that. Then ever. we can both sound like this. And then we'll play the guessing game, who's who. Oh, I don't like who's that. Who's AJ and who's McCall. Um, that makes me very uncomfortable. I don't like that at all. Why? I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> We got another chance for you to win. Uh, I guess sort of a guessing game. Hopefully, there's a little bit more insight into it than that. With Florida or not, another chance to get entered in for that pair of skiing or snowboarding passes to Beaver Mountain. Remember, the number you need is 435-787-0945. The cue to call coming up in about seven minutes when McCall gives us all the headlines. And we hear what Florida is up to today. That's coming up in about seven minutes. Make sure you're by the phone and ready to play. Florida or not on VFX, you can get entered in for that pair of ski or snowboarding passes to Beaver Mountain after McCall gave up her spot yesterday. That's right. So, so I'm she... no longer on the list. Nope. And we want to get you on the list. And it starts with the headlines on VFX. Okay.
Frustrated guy threw Molotov cocktails at his own car when he couldn't get it out of the impound. What is the best case scenario on that? I have no idea. Headline number two, a kid spiked his dad's, stepdad, excuse me, stepdad's energy drink with cow tranquilizers. Good God, where did he get them? He's a dairy farmer. Of course. I'm not sure, I'm not like, this This doesn't surprise me. Like cow tranquilizers, it's like, oh yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, news to me. I live in the country, that's just, they're they're around. Right. You have them. Okay. I don't have them, because I don't have cows. Of course. And headline number three, a guy's panda costume prank on his neighbor's prompts, heavy police response. Oh no. Oh no. Now I'm terrified as to what the prank may be. Oh no. There you okay, go. those are the headlines for Florida Not on VFX. You think you know? We'll hear the full stories and see if we can figure it out to get you entered in for those ski or snowboarding passes. 435-787-0945. Play Florida or Not with AJ McCall at VFX. I may not be at 100%, but luckily Florida Not on VFX is a team sport, so I'm going to have someone to lean on, McCall. Oh, good. I'm so glad. And uh, speaking of which, Jesse, what's your gut instinct, Tony? Of course, we're going to hear the full stories, but... From the headlines, you got one that you're leaning towards already? I kind of was going for, like, the second one with the cow tranquilizer. Okay. Okay. So I like to know that. So now let's hear the full stories and see if that one's still your gut feeling. Okay. okay. Story number one. 27-year-old guy got frustrated because he couldn't get his car out of an impound lot on Saturday. And uh, let's let's see if I can find a breakdown. Anyway, he started throwing Molotov cocktails at it because, you know, that's the Why would you thing. not? Dumbest part is the guy who had his key showed up just as he was doing it. So if he'd waited for a couple of more minutes. He'd gotten his car back. So, what was the best case scenario? In like, that? seriously, he went in to get it back Saturday. The owner was off. The owner of the lot was just grabbing food and had his keys, and so he was just on his way back. Yeah, if I can't like, have it, nobody does. Like, there right. makes no sense. Molotov cocktail. So he threw at least three of them over the fence. Jeez, a pee. Right. I think one would have been enough. Uh, he says he's not sure what the guy was thinking because he'd already paid almost $300 to get his car out. That's so stupid. He left with his not burned car if he'd have a little bit more patience. There's your story number one. Story number two, a teenager facing two felony charges for spiking his stepdad's energy drink with cow tranquil. He said he thought it would be funny. So what had happened the first time he did it, stepdad started stumbling around, slurring his speech and had trouble breathing. So then he got scared and went to the hospital. Doctors told him it was probably from stress and lack of sleep and having too many energy drinks. Well, his symptoms came back a couple of months later and he found two syringes in the corner of the barn and realized that his son had poisoned or stepson had poisoned him. Uh, Kid looks so sad. Like, good gosh, so sad. So he's on the hook for two felonies. Watch TV, get on the internet, read a book, do something else for fun. And story number three. Guy was letting his neighbor's dog out last month when he knew they'd see him on his security camera. So he dressed up like a panda to be funny. Thought it would be great. Well, one of the other neighbors saw, thought he was a burglar, and half a dozen cop cars showed up. Well, at least cop's response was good. Yeah, yeah. Don't know the guy's name because he's done every interview in a panda costume. He says he bought it for $125 and he's trying to get his money's worth. Yeah, he is doing that. So he wears it wherever he can. Most recently, picking up his daughter from school. That's funny. Those are your three crazy stories, Jesse. Okay, that being said, Jesse, you said initially your gut was telling you two. Do you still think it's story number two? Oh, I think I think two, yeah, because I don't think it's a panda because Florida's way too hot to run around in a panda suit all the time. It's a fair point to be made. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think, like, not to say that they don't farm everywhere, but cows in Florida? Sounds more Midwest, if, if I I'm being I remember honest. right, Florida had more cows than Texas did when I was in high school. I mean, that was like 20 years really? ago. But. I did not know that.
Okay, I, I think it might be number one just because that's the insanity and logic that someone in Florida may have. But if you think it's two, we can go with two. Well, I feel like you might be telling me to go with one because I'm wrong now. <laughs> I mean, I, I do play often, but you know, if, if your gut's still telling you two, that's what we'll go with. I'm going to go with one. Okay, I have changed her mind, McCall. <laughs> For the Molotovs, is it story number one? It is, Jesse. Congratulations. <laughs> We got you qualified to win these ski or snowboarding passes from Beaver Mountain. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some information from you, okay? Okay, thanks. Woo, victory. I'm so happy. And just out of curiosity. AJ's just like losing everything right now. Yeah, pretty much. Just out of curiosity because Jesse was saying she thought it might be story number two. Where was two from? Wisconsin. Ah, see, it Actually, was the Midwest. As a matter of fact, both of those other, like both of the stories, were from Wisconsin. So, what is, I don't know what's going on in Wisconsin right now. Wow. Okay, Wisconsin or Florida or not on VFX. Jesse's entered in for that pair of ski and snowboarding pests to Beaver Mountain. You can get entered in as well tomorrow when we play again every weekday morning six fifty. VFX is Florida or not. Now, as McCall said, it's it's. Only free lunch for a few select winners, but it's not a private party. Anybody can come hang out with us. Right. And dare I say, one of these times we'll call, maybe, just maybe, we'll give out an autograph. Mm, Possibly. Maybe. Not to say that we think we're celebrities by any stretch, but maybe at some point someone will ask us one. And I hope that they have, you know, their, their ticket and an entry form, something you would... Be okay with something normal. Put your John Hancock on. Yeah. For and the hopefully most part. it's not something weird. Something alive. Yeah. Like a baby. Or a weapon. Which was the case. And don't get me wrong. I've got autographs at home. But I ain't getting a baby signed. McCall will tell you more after Ariana Grande in about seven minutes. McCall, a friend of mine just texted me and said that based on the way my voice sounds, he'd like to nominate me for Feel Good Flowers because of... How awful I sound and how sick I must be. Oh. It's okay. Say what you want to say. I'm sorry you're sick. Thank you. Do you want a cough drop? Would you like a throat lozenge? Possibly. Would you like some Theraflu in a cup? That stuff actually really helps a lot. Probably. I'm definitely gargling vinegar when I get home. Okay, well, I have no Theraflu, so I oh. thought I had some right there, and it's gone. Oh, so thank you. Thank I just you. looked over there, and I was like, oh, crap. Thank you for not glancing over two feet I before offered, you said it. Because I'm thoughtful. <laughs> thank you for call. If you make me sick for my birthday, I'm literally going to be so angry. It'll be producer Butter's fault. No, it won't. It'll be your fault. You'll be no. Mm 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 mm. Don't mm mm. No no no. That'll be you. AJ McCall at VFX. I'm gonna be so mad. No, not me. You're gonna get it from Yogi. If you get sick, you're gonna, gonna get, get it from, it from Yogi. Yogi. That's my, where you'll get it from. My poor Yogi. My poor Yogi dog is sick. I feel bad for him. I do too. That's who you. You'll get the dog flu from him. You know, I wonder if Yogi can sign autographs. Yes. Paw print. Paw print. I want one. <laughs> How many autographs have you given in your lifetime, McCall? Uh, I want to say like three. I think I'm at also three. Yeah. So not, nothing to brag about, no, but it's something gosh, we no. have done. Yeah. I cry every time. Yeah, me too, basically. And I, I don't know for you specifically, but I'd imagine you signed them on... Paper, card, something reasonable, something you expect to put an autograph on. Yeah, majority of the time. Okay. 
Would you sign a baby? No. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I feel very uncomfortable signing a baby. Yeah, no. I No, I wouldn't. But this happened. Yeah. And it happened to a couple in Atlanta. I, I, I think they're from Atlanta, but I can't tell. I, I sports fan hard. But even I wouldn't go that far. No. Like, sign your hand. Like, it's... What, I don't understand... What, what, let's hear the story. Let's hear the story, see if there's any justification we can give them. So they didn't have anything for him to sign, and it's not every day you get the signed signature from Charlie Colberson. I don't know who he is. <laughs> so they asked him to sign their five-month-old baby. Now he didn't sign the actual baby, like the skin on Good. the baby. He just signed the kid's shirt. So it's obviously an outfit that will show up again at the kid's high school graduation party when no one remembers who Culberson is because I'm... Who? He's a baseball player. Well, I got that because he's got a sportsing team and they've got the Atlanta Braves hats on and I went to a sportsing game there. (sighs) But anyway, this is not the first time that this guy has autographed a baby. Seriously? Yeah. He's done it two other times. I mean, at least he signed the shirt. The shirt I can understand, but... Why not your own shirt? Why the baby? Uh, I don't know. They've got on Braves jerseys, so I don't know why they wouldn't. If it was like a baby Braves jersey, then I guess sure. Right. Like I could see the I could see the like momentum memento of that. Fair. But it's like a onesie. It's like a baby just onesie. I'm not gonna autograph a baby. No. I will one's never autograph a baby. Mm-mm. I will not autograph that baby. It will not happen. How dare you? Yes, yes, ma'am. I'll, I'll love to autograph your baby. I'm not autographing any babies, okay? <laughs> but I remember, speaking of baseball, I remember going to a baseball game when I was younger and having having uh, something given to me that was kind of like it was autographed. Yes. And I was like, yes, I want this. Oh, my sister used to, my sister and I used to fight about it all the time. Did you keep it? I think my sister ended up keeping oh, it. Oh, no. And I don't, I don't know if she ended up keeping it or if I ended up just taking it with me when I box. moved to Vernal because I could have it and she couldn't. <laughs> well, now we're going to hear the full story. Yeah. McCall, break it down for us <clears throat> after a five sauce in about seven minutes. Do you have any. Weird things you've had autographed. Say Jane McCall. <coughs> AJ? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, AJ's sick. AJ and McCall at VFX. So I, I got to hear this story, McCall. What is this thing that was autographed that you and your sister fought over forever until the dawn of time? Uh, We ended up fighting over a... It was actually a baseball bat okay so that's not particularly weird (laughs) no so we went to the bees game in salt lake right i don't even remember who gave it to us it was from the opposing team my mom had a friend that used to have seats that were like right above like in between the third baseline and home plate just right right above the dugout like on basically our feet were on the dugout gotcha for the opposing team so they would come over, and obviously there were all sorts of people that behind us that would heckle them and whatever else. But that being said, I don't know who it was that gave us this autographed bat, but he handed it to us, and me and my sister literally fought about it forever. Finally, I was like, I'm taking this. This is mine. And so I took it with me. Why? 
I don't know. Because. Out of spite? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a, a flag, a Purdue flag that was signed by a football coach who I, I liked at the beginning and then he was terrible. And I still have the flag and I don't think I can bring myself to throw it away, even though the autograph really doesn't mean anything because the coach was not good at all. Right. I still don't think I'll throw it away. I think it'll just stay in storage forever. Yeah. I had a... So flashback to like my 16th birthday. Okay. Which is like almost... It's like nine years ago or whatever. I got from my be- one of my best friends a volleyball because I used to play volleyball and loved it. Well, he got it autographed by all of the USU women's volleyball team. Right. Which was so cool to me. Like, it was a really cool thing just because it was something that I aspired to do. And so it was like, I don't know. It was a cool present. And then I ended up playing with it. And I think all of the (sighs) signatures are gone. Way to ruin it. I don't even know where the ball's at now. Way to ruin it. I think my mom's got it still. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) This is all arisen because a baseball player in Atlanta was asked to sign a baby. Absolutely, ma'am. I'd love to sign your baby. Not just once. Not just twice. This is his third time signing a baby. Apparently, he's the baby signer. Yes. McCall and I both said, no, we wouldn't sign a baby. So where's the line at, McCall? Of course, there's paper. There's cards. What wouldn't you sign? Here's a for instance. Would you sign this? Listen, here's a clip for you. See that black smudge right there on the blade? Yeah. Look at it closely. Pretty recognizable signature. No. Randy Jackson from American Idol. Why do you have Randy Jackson's autograph on a martial arts weapon? Because I bumped into him and all I had on me was this samurai sword. And you're not going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph, right? I would have done the exact same thing. I'm sorry, what? A samurai sword? Samurai sword right on the hilt. Apparently McCall wouldn't sign a samurai sword. I'm sure I'd do it, but obviously we'd make a topic out of it and be like, who in the heck is carrying around samurai swords? Well, have you seen that video that's gone viral of the guy training on the exercise bike while swinging his sword around? Yeah, like, who, who hurt Medieval you? Medieval jousting, apparently. Who hurt you? I mean, I would sign a samurai sword, I guess, I if totally it would. were to come up. But I don't carry around Sharpies very often. I have a plethora of them right here. I'm looking at right now. 50 million. But I don't put them in my wallet and carry them everywhere. I'm just saying, if the opportunity arose and someone wanted your autograph and all they had was a samurai sword, would you autograph it? If I had a Sharpie? Fun fact, speaking of, kind of related. So last night... We went out and we delivered our flowers, right? Right. For Feel Good Tuesday, Feel Good Flowers. Yes. And I ran into someone at Maverick because I had to stop and get some food because I was starving. Right. So I ran into someone at Maverick and she asked if we could take a picture and I took a picture and sent it to her. I'm good with that. Okay. But? But I never have like... Utensils to write with. Because just flipping her wrist back and forth. I don't know what they're called. Pens. I never have pens sharpies. or sharpies or anything that I can well, be like, oh yeah, I got this. When you make the Let argument that this. the person wanting the autograph, it's the responsibility is kind of on them to have the autograph. But is it, or does it, utensil? or does it fall directly onto the people that are? I think doing until the it becomes a consistent thing. Yeah, it's on them. 
Like, if you're an athlete, maybe, because you know people are going to ask for your autograph. For us, no. But it's not like they're going to be like, oh my gosh, oh, I need to sign this. This is not. Is that how the conversation went yesterday? No. Because that's only slightly worse than how I sound right now. I was just really excited. I was trying to be excited. You, you sound like you were annoyed at their excitement. That's that sounded like your impression. Like, oh my gosh, fine. <laughs> no, uh, that's not at all what I meant. I'm just saying I don't think that I normally carry around pens. And even now, like nobody writes checks anymore. So we don't have like pens floating around in your wallet. We played What's in McCall's car yesterday, and you're telling me you don't have a pin in there? No, I don't. We've had the answer be goat cage hula hoop. Yesterday it was coffee creamer. And don't forget the tutu. And the tutu. I don't and have a pin in there. do not have a pin in there. Nope. You have how many pins in front of you right now on the desk, and you do not have a pin in your car? Yep. That's on you. Yep. I don't know how you don't have a pin. I have a handful in my glove box right now. Nope, I don't have any. All right, so McCall's never going to sign a samurai sword because she's never going to have a pin available. Do I have to put a Sharpie in my wallet? This is yeah. the problem, though, is I'm afraid yeah. it's just going to explode. Put it in your glove box. Again, I'm afraid it's going to explode. It gets hot. How often do pins explode? That seems like a really, really minute possibility. No. I've never have had Have you ever had to explode. try and clean up pen? I had a pen that exploded in my old Ford Focus. It's impossible. That and a rock star. You had a lot of things that went wrong with your Ford Focus in terms of messes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a rock star explode in there once because I left it in overnight and it was negative 15 degrees. That's bad. That sucked. I think you just need to put a pin in somewhere. Apparently. I don't know where else. If you won't put it, if you won't put it in your glove box, I don't know where else to put it. In my wallet. See? It's I'd rather have enough. it in my glove box and risk it exploding there than the wallet. I don't know how you say it. What if it explodes and you're like, all right, my wallet. I've got a lot of random receipts in here that really aren't necessary, so I guess they'll just soak they'll it up. soak up the ink. Yeah. I have a lipstick. I could sign it in lipstick. See, look. Yeah, and then get someone in trouble when they go home and say, look what autograph I got. From lipstick? McCall's just going to autograph everything in makeup from now on. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to use, it's a purple lipstick. I'll just start using a purple lipstick and I'll kiss it and then I can sign yeah. it if I have a pen. Fancy. McCall's Fancy figured autograph. out her now autograph. Nah. Has now figured it out. No. Nailed it. Mm. Do you have any weird things that are autographed and not including the future things that McCall's now going to autograph? Weird. At you does VFX, all social media. McCall just demonstrated to me that she has practiced several variations of her signature. So she has nice ones yes. whenever you ask her for an autograph. I never I never got why kids did that. AJ McCall at VFX. Like tried to write different things? No, practice their signature. Oh, I don't know. I just always did it because everybody at school always had really nice handwriting. And I, I've always wanted to have really nice handwriting like the other girls in high school that did. You know what I'm talking about. It's like a, there's like a specific, almost like cool girl font. Yeah. That it's like the cool yeah. girls have this handwriting. Yeah. And so I would practice because I wanted my handwriting to be like that. And I just never, no, I it just you. never happened. See, so I just kind of was like, whatever, I'll just write like this and it'll be fine. Handwriting I get. It's just, I never understood why people practice signatures. Like, Oh, it's because I was going to get married to every boy that I ever dated in high school. That's why. I needed to practice my signature in case we got married right now. And then so cursive, I knew how to sign it. And then cursive disappeared entirely from the face of the world.
I still like cursive too. And then it just never needed it. It just disappeared. Yeah. I like using cursive a lot. I enjoy writing my signature in cursive. Of course, I've practiced a couple of different ways to be able to sign my signature in the future. Um, Honestly, I practice mine as seriously as hoity-toity and uh, as this sounds. I've practiced my signature in case I got famous. And... I by no means mean to say that I'm famous now because oh, I'm not. You, you got I'm, it. You're giving out autographs. I'm so not. But I always practiced it in case I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to make a band and I'm going to have a name for myself and I'm going to be famous and everyone's going to know me and love me. So I obviously practiced a whole bunch of different signatures. I just always picture, you know, how have you ever seen Pawn Shop? Like when they have the guy come in to verify whether the famous person's signature is legit. Uh-huh. I just picture if ever there's a day where they're trying to verify one of mine, we're like, well, see, the problem with AJ is that none of his signatures are the same. Right. So it's actually almost impossible to verify whether this is legit or not. Right. Yeah, I have practiced for a long time. I really like my signature. I'm at a point now where I'm just like, meh, don't care. It's very swoopy and pretty. That was the old signature. Loop, swoop, and pull is Loop, how I would classify McCall's signature. Swoopy and swirly. Swo- swoopy and swirly. That's exactly how I would classify it. very... Very not enjoyable kids television show. This reminds me of like when I was nine years old and I was like, oh, you know what would be cool? If I painted my entire bedroom bright pink. I, I always wanted it black. Orange carpet. And never understood why my parents would say no. And then I was like, oh, I get it now. And then I had purple curtains. That is just set my eyes on fire. And then I wanted to have green bedspread. And my mom was like, nope. I would walk in and my eyes would burst into flames from the brightness of your room. Yep. Jesus. That only, only pays tribute to what my soul looks like inside. That is definitely true. Yep. I can't wait to see the pictures from McCall's house is finished and she gets to decorate everything. Oh, everything in my house is going to be gray. How exciting and not drab at all. You know what the color gray That's in a house? Style. You know what the color gray in a house sounds like? My voice. No, your voice sounds like someone threw up in the house wall. Poop brown. It's poop brown. That's what it look. That's what it sounds like. Your it's, voice sounds like it looks like poop brown on the wall. Thanks. It, it it is a it is a direct representation of what I saw in Salt Lake with How the human turd on the street. You. This is not the equivalent of the human turd voice. How dare you? Our designing expertise <laughs> aside, for interior decorating, we're actually going to move to something we definitely are experts in, food. Oh, definitely. For the debate today, because another one of those internet trends has come up, the internet can't decide, and i got to tell you what, What the easy. heck is happening? The decision is actually pretty easy. So easy. We'll get into food for the debate today on the way in less than uh, five minutes on VFX. If there's one thing that AJ and McCall know, it is food. Oh, we know food so well. It's delicious, and it belongs in my mouth. And that is why we're tackling an internet debate once again to take them to put them to something much more productive they can be discussing as opposed to this, I dare I say, travesty of a combination they're trying to make happen for breakfast. It's a travesty of a combination, but it's it's things that a lot of people are doing, so it's kind of like a, so if this is your tried and true, what are things that, because everyone swears by it. Like, I don't know what everybody swears by. Right. This one, it's like, I swear this is delicious. You've just got to try it. Right. Might I add, there is one Uh person Uh that I know, you know, Uh we know, we know, specifically that is always like, no, it's really good. You have to try it. 
Right. To which I'm always like, no, it's <laughs> disgusting. Why are you doing this right now? You're trying to truth thing. What's something skeptical or that makes people skeptical, but you're like, no, no, no. This You've is gotta delicious. You've got to try it. It's so good. And we'll start with what the internet's debating because they say, people on the pro side say, no, no, no. Amazing. You don't get it. You have to try it. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll tell you what that combo is in about 15 minutes for the debate at eight. Let us start with what the internet swears by, McCall, is a good combination for the debate at eight it's on VFX. It's not. I would concur with you. It's not. So the internet and in its infinite wisdom is maintaining that the new combination everybody should have for breakfast is pancakes. Okay. Like it so far. Right. And gravy. Not. Which I'm also okay with for breakfast, but not with my pancakes. Mm. I just, like, McCall, do you do anything at all slightly different than, let's just say syrup. Syrup, right, because you think pancakes traditionally butter syrup, pancakes. Of course. Do you do anything else than that? Yeah. I usually will do um, peanut butter. Okay, I'm good with I'm good with that. That's usually what I do. Like if I have pancakes, it will usually be with with either peanut butter and syrup or like a buttermilk syrup. Okay. And maybe like some strawberries or something. Speaking of buttermilk, biscuits and gravy, of course. course. Delicious breakfast option. Frankly, I think my number one choice anytime I can get it. Yes. That is a carb with gravy. Mm Mm-hmm. And we both agree that that's good, but we both agree that pancakes and gravy hard pass. Right. So what's the difference for you? I think it's the type of carb, because I think that the carb is sweeter in pancakes yes. than it is in biscuits. Yes. It can be changed to be sweet. Like the other day I had, we didn't have any gravy, so I ended up just making biscuits with um, jam. I did biscuits and jam and eggs and bacon right but okay what about gravy and waffles Mm, that makes me uncomfortable gravy and muffins and we're not talking about we're not talking about white gravy we're talking about this is brown gravy Mm. this is this is not a country gravy pass yeah this is not a country gravy this is like a like a like brown turkey gravy no I don't think I'd have. I like country, country gravy's breakfast gravy. Right. Brown gravy is not. That's that's lunch and dinner gravy. That's right. like that mashed potatoes gravy. Yeah. Right. No. I know. This is like someone got up, had had leftover gravy, and had like, like leftover well, pancakes. Like, guess we could do this. Well, you know. Yeah. No. Yes. Guess we could try this. Who no. knows? No. Not Biscuits okay with it. And white gravy with sausage. That's what you do. See, biscuits and gravy are delicious. Now, I love them, okay? Love biscuits and gravy so much. But gravy and pancakes do not go together. Definitely not. But it's led Definitely to a not. question because producer Butters is one that is always like, no, no, you have to try it. It's delicious. And I will literally be like, what are you doing right now? Are you right saying now? he's a pancake and gravy guy? I'm sure he probably would be. Oh, no. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure he probably would be because he tries weird things with food. Always weird things We're with food. We're passing hard on the what the internet swears is delicious. Yep. But what is something you swear? Because we've all got our weird combinations. What's a weird combination? 
whether it's condiment, something that you swear by that everybody just needs to try once and they'll see. Because I tell you what, there's one from an iPod Idol punishment that I would never in a million years eat if I had the choice. Okay. But we had a friend who said, oh, yeah, I used to eat these all the time. Right. Swears by them. Right. Still to this day, no. I'll tell you what it was after uh, Post Malone in about uh, seven minutes. No, once upon a time, we did a Gross Foods iPod Idol punishment. Yep. H.A. McCall of VFX had featured in it. Was a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Disgusting. Yeah, because anything with pickles is gross. You're wrong, but. And if you remember, our good buddy Mitch was still here at this time, and he said, Oh, yeah, I used to eat those all the time. And there are a lot of people that said, Oh, yeah, I totally have had that before. And he said, In fact, when I used to play soccer as a kid, I used to drink pickle juice to help me with cramps, with leg cramps. I used to do that for my leg cramps. That's disgusting. That's not weird. Yeah, it is. Pickles are disgusting. Therefore, pickle juice is no. disgusting. Not oh, big even. time. Not even. Big time. But the McCall's not wrong. Then then we were informed, for whatever reason, peanut butter pickle sandwiches seems to have a a very consistent track record of being a pregnancy craving. Yep. Not all that uncommon, apparently. So nope. people would swear by it, which I say, you're insane. The internet says, have pancakes and gravy. And as Amber said, I was with you until you said it wasn't country gravy. It's brown gravy. Yep. Gross, right? So gross. Big time. Now, McCall? Yes? That's something Mitch swore by. Do you have a unusual combination? As we found out yesterday, you're very, very, very particular about your condiments. So do you have any unusual combinations that you swear by that everybody should try before they judge? I don't think I have anything that's like out of the ordinary when it comes to combinations. Like, There's one way to find out different. what some of your favorites that you think could be borderline or close to it. I don't know. I use coconut oil to make my eggs in the morning sometimes. Nah, that just sounds like a... It's like a healthier you're alternative. You're trying to eat healthier. Yeah. Uh, I'll have protein shakes for dinner sometimes. <laughs> you poor unfortunate soul. I'll eat broccoli by itself. Oh, you weirdo. See what I'm saying? Like, I... Uh, wait, wait. Cooked or not? Cooked. Oh, okay. I'll do it either cooked or raw. No! But most of the time it's just cooked because I don't have a place to be able to... Like, I mean... Broccoli by itself still gross, but cooked, I can at least understand. Like, normally I'll, like, steam it. Right. So, majority of the time it's steamed. If I'm having, like, a like a lunch meat sandwich or something, like deli meat sandwich, and I do, um, like, veggies with it, I'll do that, but I always have ranch to dip it in. Yes. Cheese or ranch for vegetables. Cheese? No. Yeah. You ever did melted cheese on your vegetables, like cauliflower I've, or broccoli? Of course I've done melted cheese on my vegetables, but I normally do it on my vegetables when they're cooked. You don't do it on your vegetables when they're hard. Yeah, no, I wouldn't eat broccoli raw or okay, cauliflower so, raw. Okay, so when it's raw, ranch. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But more so, so I'm, I'm not more speaking- so just like carrots. I'm not speaking out of line when I say that. You know what the worst vegetable is? Lima beans. Uh, I don't really love them. They're I, the worst. I don't really try them. Brussels sprouts aren't that great either, though. 
Yeah, for my brother's, uh, for the the dinner, the pre-dinner. Mm-hmm. He was for the like, wedding. Yeah, get the roasted Brussels sprouts. And I, was, and I did, and I was like, oh, thank goodness, I got something that tastes like cooked dirt. Yep. I was so mad. I don't love, so I don't love Brussels sprouts. I... Those I think those are probably the worst, but I don't really have anything that I do close, that's like weird close. when it comes to food. I'm just very particular with I'll get this kind of sauce if I have this kind of chicken from this place. That's like too much. It's just I'm very particular about that, but I don't have weird food combinations. I don't think, except for there is one that AJ has a come apart about freezer burritos and ketchup. This is so. St- so terrible. It's not. It's, it's so fine. terrible. We just had a whole conversation about dipping things in ranch. That sour cream, nacho cheese, salsa. There's a ton of amazing options. I'll do salsa, but I really like it with usually at my house. I usually just have ketchup. Disgusting. Not either. Disgusting. See, you can't knock that until you try it. I'm never going to because it is not something that's. It's an abomination. Well, you can't speak on it until you've tried it. It's an abomination. You can't speak on it until you've tried it. I know what it is by looking at it. Roll your eyes more. I know it's an abomination. I don't know that I have a bunch of terrible uh, or weirder ones, but I I tell you what, I'll give you some dessert options. Some dessert snacky snacks. Got a couple combinations, I swear. Why? Because you do weird things sometimes. Doesn't everybody? Yeah, but... That's what this is about. What is your weird combination you swear by? Everybody needs to try before they judge. Right. Look, I'll share with you in six minutes, and if you still say I'm weird, well, then what a surprise. (laughs) Shocker. Dessert, snacky, snack combinations. I swear you'll enjoy six minutes for the debate at eight. I've got your sweet tooth covered, McCall, when it comes to combinations. And weird combinations? Because that's kind of what we're going for today. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Maybe I'll let you be the judge for the people. Weird combinations that are like, you got to try this. AJ and McCall on VFX. Bring them on. Okay. So first of all, from the parent trap, Oreos and peanut butter totally checks out. Duh. So good. It is delicious. So good. Frankly, I like peanut butter on a lot of things. I like pretzels and peanut butter. Yeah. Wheat thins and peanut butter. I like wheat thins and peanut M&M's. Okay. I just am trying to like figure out how you, you just like put them on there and then you like sit them in there and then you put them in the microwave and melt them or no, like what just, you, you just eat them in combination. They're oh. just the peanut in the M&M goes well with the wheat thin flavor oh. and you get the chocolate. It's delicious. You know, that reminds me of what movie was it? Cinderella story maybe where they do the popcorn and then they put the milk duds inside the popcorn it and it melts. Do you remember that story, that movie though? Yeah. What was it? What was that movie? Pass. I think it was. I thought it was the one you were talking about, Cinderella story. I thought it was a Cinderella story, but I can't someone remember. Someone will tell us. Yeah, if you're wrong. Someone's someone gonna call comment. us and be like, "Oh my gosh, how, how dare, dare you? you!" Pass, Sorry. pass. So here's another. Do you not one. like milk duds? No. If I wanted something stuck to my teeth, then I just go to the dentist. Get something much more I enjoyable. I know. Here's another one, and I realized this, and I shared it with Ashley this weekend after having well, last weekend after having some cupcakes. Delicious frosting. And graham crackers. Nothing wrong with that. Delicious. Oh, yeah. I used to buy it all the time. Like, I would buy the, like, the milk chocolate, I think it's a Pillsbury frosting. And then I would buy it, and then I would buy, it's got to be, like, the Keebler graham crackers. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. So good. I'm with you. Put the two of them together. Mm, Gold. I've never gotten as far as to purposely buy those two. Usually, I have frosting left over. I don't buy... 
Uh oh. I don't ever buy frosting. Period. Like I, I don't ever buy frosting. But growing up, it was like my one of my very first paychecks. I was like splurge time, <laughs> graham crackers and frosting. Because I just don't buy. I don't frost things very often. I don't frost cupcakes. I don't frost a cake. I don't, frost I don't have a necessity often. to have frosting in my house ever. Like I bought on a case lot sale five years ago. A case of cake mix, and I have used one box of said cake mix in five years. Maybe you just need to, this week at your birthday, have some cake. I don't really love cake. I like oh. cheesecake better. I mean, like if I'm it's not my choice, for that. if it's my choice for my birthday, I usually prefer like cheesecake rather than cake cake. I'm not going to fault McCall for that. Right. Cheesecake just, is delicious. If I have the choice between the two, it's cheesecake always. Okay, so my combination is Or brownie cookies. You. Ooh. I love me some cookie sounds brownies, wonderful. brownie cookies. I don't know how sounds to say the crazy. Have you ever had those? No, Please? I don't think so, but it sounds <gasps> delectable. Oh my gosh. It's so easy. You make brownies and then you make cake batter, and by cookie cake batter, I mean cookie cookie batter. So, what do we have? <laughs> Brownie cookies. So you make brownies, and then you make cookie dough. Dough. And you put the brownie batter in the pan, and then you just drop cookie dough throughout the pan. That sounds wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I have not had that, but it sounds delicious. Pop it in the oven. Wait for who knows how long, 25 minutes or 30 minutes too or something long. like that. You wait for too you long. You wait for way too long while you're sitting there starving, and you're thinking, I could have eaten the entire batter without having to wait. And then when it's done, you pull it out. You put it on a plate, and then you throw some ice cream on top of it. Call it good. Bree says it's called the brookie. The brookie? That's what she says. Oh, we just call it brownie cookies. Brownie cookies. Cookie yeah. brownies. Brownie cookies. <laughs> that sounds delectable. Which I, I call it go of- in my mouth. <laughs> <Which> like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I can't. I don't wait. I'm not a patient person to come up with a name for Fair. it. It goes in my mouth, and I love it. The question is, how do you put how do you put the cookie dough in the pan as opposed to just eating it right then and there? Oh, no. How do no. you have the willpower to no, do no. that? No, no, no. That's the best thing, okay? You double the recipe, <laughs> and then you eat half of it, and you put the rest inside of it. Right. So you, you it's, it's so you great. cookie dough while you wait. Yeah. Got because, it, of course. Because truthfully, you can put the, like, the brownies on the bottom and then like a layer of cookies on top if you wanted, but I think the reason why... There's random little sporadic spots of cookies. I think it's because people got carried away and ate most of the cookie dough. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, what do we do? Like, we'll just dollop them all over the place and call it good. There. Henceforth, the brownie cookie exists now. I'm okay with that. Delicious. So you didn't think any of my combinations are weird. How about some of the ones that have been sent to us? Okay, bring it on. So, uh, Bree says cheddar goldfish and chocolate. I don't find that incredibly weird. Okay. Like, I think I would use, like, a caramel instead. Interesting. I mean, like, a crunchy caramel. Like, caramel popcorn. Because, like, you know those popcorn tins? Yes. They have, like, the cheddar cheddar popcorn and then the caramel popcorn? Yes. Love those two together. Yes. So good. Okay. How about Stacy says ketchup on fridge toast? Oh my God! No. <laughs> what like, is happening? I like McCall's normal question. Who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you? Oh, that's terrible. Crystal, Josh, peanut butter and tomatoes on toast. Add salt and pepper. Huh? No. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's so bad. Former intern Reagan, bacon bits and mayo on a piece of bread. Loved it as a kid. 
bacon and mayonnaise sandwich. Gross. I can get with it if you put a little bit of, I don't know, tomato and lettuce in the in the middle of that and then you put it together, make you a BLT, call it good. Dagan says my roommate eats peanut butter and miracle whip sandwiches. There is a burger at home that I have not tried yet. There's a restaurant called Triple X and it has food items named after famous Purdue athletes and they have one called the Purvis Burger. And it has peanut butter on a regular cheeseburger with all that stuff. And everybody swears it's delicious. I have not had it. I, I never get a chance to get it the last few times I go home. I'm definitely going to get it this next time. But I'm going to quote Lovely the Band. You're broken. What's wrong with you? Okay? Like, probably feeling it. I'm broken too. But peanut butter and Miracle Whip don't go together. I'm like... This has broken my spirit. Why are you doing this to me? You're not going to go home and dollop some mayonnaise and some uh, Eh. peanut butter together to have a sandwich. Why are you doing this to me? It's sweet and zesty. No. It's sweet and directly in the garbage. Directly in the garbage. Oh, my God. That's terrible. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's so bad. So we've broken McCall. We got a message about uh, pizza. With Uh-oh. broccoli on it? No. Yeah. I'm oh I'm with it. It's it's from a place they do they specialize in like specialty they random. They specialize in garbage? No, they specialize in random pizzas. So they're like kind of healthier pizzas. And so they'll do like fancier pizzas. Like they're the one that did the lemon on the pizza, remember? They had the lemon slices. I will it was from try when, not to. It was from when we were talking about strawberries on pizza. That was okay. Remember? And the so lemon on the pizza I'm going people to pass are saying. On to someone. Lemon on the Pizza people are saying is really good. Basically, it's like a pesto and lemon and chicken. Pass. Oh, I think Pass. that sounds delicious. Pizza is hard to mess up. Putting broccoli on it, this that messes delicious. it up. No, it messes it up. Messes it up. What weird mm. combination do you swear I'm by at the picture right now. that everyone needs to try? McCall, don't. Don't be one of those people. It looks so good. I'll hate to have to explain to your family how you've gone over to the dark side. They don't, already know. Don't do it. I'm already on the don't. dark side. My hair is purple and I'm wearing a silver slicker jacket. I literally look like an alien. I don't think my parents are going to be surprised by anything. If I say, I eat broccoli on my pizza, my mom would be like, yep, par for the course. I think your mom would say something along the lines of, I have no daughter. Whatever. I have no daughter. My mom would probably be like, my mom likes broccoli. I like broccoli. Broccoli's delicious. That's Whatever fine. people say, you can say, oh my gosh, broccoli's disgusting. Seriously, broccoli's not disgusting. Okay. Let's put it in comparison with like, I don't know, Brussels sprouts. That's fine. You can enjoy your broccoli. Just don't assault pizza with it. I'm going to assault all the pizza with my broccoli. Put it on there. Put it in my mouth. We'll call it good. No. Broccoli pizza. No, don't give it a song. What weird combination. Broccoli pizza. Go straight in the trash. And by the trash, I mean my mouth. What weird combinations do you swear by that everybody has to try before they judge? At Utah's VFX for the debate at eight. McCall and I have made no bones about the fact that... Uh, Driving is frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> we have questions about the ability of most of the state of Utah... I would say, yes. ...to drive. Well, a study has been done on just how frustrating it is. And I got to tell you, normally we take these studies and we say, science, what are you doing? We don't need to know this. Nobody needs to know that sharks like jazz music. But I got to tell you, I feel bad for the scientists or the the, the uh, volunteers that had to sit through to run the numbers on this one, McCall. Yeah. Because they had to I hear some too. unsavory things. 
Maybe they enjoyed it, though. Who knows? I don't think so. That energy getting put out that often, at some point, you're just going to be uncomfortable, even if it's not directed towards you. Just how frustrating is it driving? A study was done that crunched the actual numbers. Higher or lower for you? That's what we'll find out after Ariana Grande in about six minutes. Anyone who has a driver's license at some point or another has been frustrated in the vehicle. Oh, yeah. AJ McCall at VFX. You don't drive and just not get frustrated. Now, some people, maybe it annoys a little bit more. I, I, I get a little annoyed with it, but I can honestly say, what was it, yesterday I was driving? No, it was it was on Sunday or Monday because I was driving to the airport to go and get Dustin. There were words that were said that were quite inappropriate because people that drive at the airport are morons. And that's where we're at because we know it's frustrating to drive, but just how frustrating is it? So, so frustrating. A study was done to find out how frustrating it is. Over 100 miles, you will curse 41 times. Yep. 41 Now, here's the part that gives me a call because I think depending on the miles, it changes. Okay, like what? So, on average, that's about every two and a half miles you'll curse at least once. But if you were to drive 100 miles on the interstate, I think you would curse a little less. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, significantly less than if for some reason you were to drive... To Salt Lake and then through Salt Lake? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you had to drive from like... um. I don't know how far Boise is. I think it's more than 100 miles, but like you had to drive up 8991, right? And you had to go through Preston and Smithfield and Richmond, and right? You had to go through towns. all of these small little towns, right? Yes. Right. I think you'll curse more yep. that way. Or if you were to keep a running total, like if I was to start at zero now and track 100 miles in town, I'm cursing way more than 41 times. Oh, yeah. Like it's gotten to the point now where I curse at people who don't even do anything to me. Like I watched a truck yesterday pull out in front of a car that had to hit their brakes. And I'm like, there was nobody behind that car. Yep, Why done that. Did you Why go? did you go right now? You Why didn't you just wait? Blake, 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 Blake. Yep. Been there. Uh, somebody pulled out in front of me at the airport. Of course. And then after somebody pulled out in front of me, I stopped and waited because I there was like a front row spot someone was backing out of. Right. They had their reverse lights on. So I'm sitting there waiting and 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 nothing happens. And then I hear a honk behind me. I'm like, look, you psycho. I was letting her have a, have a moment to back up, but honey, not doing anything. So I ended up going around and parking on one of the other aisles, which is fine because it's not like the airport has. Honestly, the airport's parking isn't jam packed all the time. Like right. there's a lot of the time that it's pretty much just barren. You don't have to go up to a second level. You just stay on that first level level of parking. Right. So I ended up swerving around, going and finding my parking spot, got out, started walking across to go into the terminals, and the lady was still there and still had her freaking parking or her reverse lights on. Like, woman. Go. Do you not realize? Go. And it's not like there were a whole bunch of cars that were there. So right. I cursed at her because she was a psycho. So that, that being said, McCall, the question being 41 times over 100 miles, higher or lower? Mm. Do you think for you it's higher or lower? I feel like that's low. 
There's one other question that this study mm. figured out that I think is absolutely hilarious. So you think it's low. I think it's low. The other question, now that we know that we think that that is low, we think we do it more than 41 times, over 100 miles. I will ask you after Post Malone and see if your answer is consistent with what everybody else said. Oh, boy. That's in about six minutes. 41 times over 100 miles. That's on average how many times you swear while driving. Look, people are frustrating, literally infuriating when you're driving. That's just how it is. You've been there. You know. Oh, you know. AJ and McCaw at VFX. So that's about one swear every two and a half miles. Here's the swear. question that I want to ask McCall because both of us said that's low. It's more than 41, which is a question you can answer at Utah's VFX on social media. But here's the question, McCall. Almost almost 50. Yep. 46% of people said they still don't think they curse too much, though, behind the wheel. I don't think I do... I don't think I do. <laughs> Dustin, Dustin gets mad do. at me when I swear. He always tells me that he's going to wash my mouth out with soap and then doesn't. <sighs> and I'm really grateful that he doesn't because I get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Make me stop swearing, though. But I've normally been... when I'm driving by myself, I swear way more. Yes. And when I'm driving with Dustin, nope. <gasps> yes. I've been known to uh, startle Ashley a couple of times. And I'm like, look, if he didn't do that stupid thing he just did, I wouldn't have to say the things I'm saying right now. See, and I just don't, I don't do a lot of the swears with like Dustin in the car. I don't get frustrated really when Dustin's in the car. Most of the time it's just like, did you see that guy? And Dustin's like, nice blinker, you know, and that's usually about the extent of it. But when I'm driving by myself... So here's the question, Whole McCall. Story. This uh, survey also included the top 10 things that make people swear. Oh, boy. Great. Bring it on. So for you. Let's see it. What do you think that, what would you, what would you say is one, your guess for the number one thing that makes people swear? And two, what is your number one thing driving by yourself that immediately get the profanities to come out? Usually Those, when people cut me off. Okay. That's usually one. like. Problem here in Logan. Yeah. Usually when people cut me off. Um. Or when people don't signal that they are turning. Or if I'm at a four-way stop sign. Oh, please. That's another stop. one that I'm like, I uh, no. Thank heavens. It's bad in Logan, but it's not bad like it is in, in Vernal. <laughs> <laughs> that has been the biggest relief of my life. I swear, in the Vernal, Utah, driver's ed handbook, it has to say somewhere, if you stop and you are the last one to stop, you go first. Or it has to say, if you stop and you're going left, you automatically go first. <laughs> okay. That's not how it goes. No, it's not. So McCall said someone cutting you off, which I think is a huge Logan problem. There's plenty of people who are just like, I'm going to go in front of you. I don't care if you have to stop. doesn't matter that there's nobody behind you. And then you said almost, what was it? Almost getting hit by someone. What was your second one? My second one was not turning on your signal. Not turning on your signal. So... Drivers who don't use their turn signals was number four. Oh. Almost getting hit by someone changing lanes sort of in the same vein, number two. And getting cut off was number one. Oh, yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Mm -mm. One of the other things that's really frustrating to me is when, like, people cutting me off just makes me so furious. But one that makes me so angry is when we're on the freeway and people are texting. And I can look over and I see that you're texting. 
do you not realize like how big of a danger this is? Right. Honestly, it's something that is infuriating to me because people don't pay attention. Okay. I will put on my navigation. I have like a shock mount type thing right. that mounts to my like my heater vent. And so I'll put my phone up there and I'll just mount it there. And if I have a text or something come in, thank heavens for Siri, because Siri can read it to me and I can decide whether I want to respond or not. Right. Usually I just leave it though. Smart. Or you can have your navigation on that way. But good heavens, please stop. Please stop texting and looking down. Listen to the McCall. As somebody who has been in a car accident because of a distraction, I will be the very first person to be so frustrated over it because I was I was the one that caused the accident. The accident was caused because my dog jumped from the front seat to the back seat and happened to knock a water bottle over and get underneath my feet. So I was distracted looking down and grabbing it. Had I have looked down one second later, I would probably be dead. And that's an honest to goodness truth because my head was down. Right. And I would have smashed into the back of somebody. Right. But I reached down, grabbed it, looked up, Traffic stopped, slammed on my brakes, so I at least had some time right. to react. But please don't freaking text and drive. Please don't. 41 swears for every 100 miles driven. And if you text and drive, my one swear will be because of you. Higher or lower? Do you feel like you swear more than that? At Utah's VFX, all social media, VFX, Facebook, Latin 6. VFX is Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. It starts by being friends with AJ Knight McCall Taylor on Facebook because then you're on our feed. If we randomly land on you, we like, comment, share, and you can end up on the VFX Facebook page like this. Call spin spinning. Stop. I landed on ASAP Science. It said, when life moves a little too quick for you, and it's a caption of like this fish that looks like it's like a Pokemon. I don't even know what kind of a fish thing this is. Lizard fish. Food drops. Bite it now. <laughs> it's already on the ground. <laughs> uh, now. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> Love. Laugh, react. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see if I can beat that. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. And stop. I landed on Antonio Enrique. He's <laughs> captured at the old Razzle Dazzle. It's a cold room plus a thick, comfort, a thick comforter equals, and it's a guy laying on a cloud sleeping. Oh. Someone tweeted underneath, then turning on the fan, turning the fan on to add a little razzle dazzle. No matter what temperature, fan, blanket, and turn the heat down tonight. Oh, I don't ever run a fan. Just, what? I'm I just you. keep the, I just keep it down. It's good. Keep the you temperature should, down. You should run a fan. Keep the temperature down. You throw try on it. four blankets. You and your slow lizard can win. Yay, slow lizard. Share. AJ Knight McCall Taylor. Add us on Facebook. So you can play VFX's Facebook roulette at the AJ Knight, at the McCall Taylor, all social media. At Utah's VFX, all social media. Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Add us and at Utah's VFX on YouTube. iPod Idol, Dares, Challenges, all on YouTube. Like and subscribe while you're there. Check out the website to get yourself entered in for contests. Yep. Utahsvfx.com. Also, we can find blogs and podcasts, and you can download the p- podcast from anywhere you find them, like Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio app, Spotify. Just search for AJ and McCall. Do it. 
Hopefully, we'll see a bunch of people, McCall, tonight at uh, Dancing with the Relay Stars. Oh, I hope so. Starts at 6.30, Ridgeline High School. Yes. Get out, support them. This is the kickoff for Relay for Life's like, season, and the, all of the proceeds are going directly to Relay for Life. So cool. So excited to be a part of it. Again, starts at 6.30 tonight. Hopefully, we see you there tonight, and until then, for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.